speaking to Nkosi Kwana Kumalo, whose uh, latest heart bear, I guess, uh, is the best way of saying it, mm-hmm. and uh, put it out there fantastically about uh, the story of HIV-AIDS, uh, which um, you have uh, lived with and, of course, are living with now. Uh, Nkosi Kwana, thank you for your time. Let's talk about that piece you've written. It's going to be published uh, shortly, and uh, I'm sure that people who do read it will be very, very touched by it. In terms of what creating that uh, piece of uh, writing, you know, how has that helped you? I mean, sort of pull that all together because there's so much in it. Yeah, it's because of the things I've went through, like being discriminated against, and sometimes I wouldn't go to school. So reading, reading books was like the most thing I got comfortable in doing at home, as to keep the bottom. So as I was reading the books, uh, uh, I just kind of liked like writing, yeah. So it it it, it, it was when um, I wanted to write. I just writing. Uh, I started writing stuff just to get away from most things like the negativity I got from the from the community, the stigma and stuff. So yeah, I think that's how it started. Yeah, in those terms, I mean, it's one thing, I mean, as an escape to write about, you know, I know you were inspired by stories like Aladdin, you know, all those like escapist yeah. kind of yeah. things. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about reading, of course, is it can transport you to another world, another mm-hmm. country, another age, yeah. a complete different, realm, yeah. Yeah, a completely different dimension. But then actually having to write about real things as you've done here, I mean, how difficult is that kind of transition for you? Um, it wasn't, I wouldn't really put it as something which was difficult, but it was something which um, really provided me with a, a therapeutic experience because, yeah, writing is, is good. <laughs> I like writing so much. So, yeah, writing about my story was what I, I felt most comfortable in doing, like telling people and raising an awareness for somebody who's given a hope in life because of having an HIV. Like, it's no longer that... Uh, something that shouldn't be, like, people which are misconceptualized about it, it's now treatable, you know, the ARVs are helping out. So I was aiming to inspire somebody through my writing, through something which I love. Yeah, I mean, hopefully every single South African will read this and uh, kind of pick up from your, your lessons. You've just finished yes. matric. Uh, I understand you're pretty optimistic about uh, how you did. Uh, you love writing. So are you going to yes. join us uh, in the world of journalism, or what, what are your plans? Yeah, I want to go and study journalism next year at, at UJ. So, yeah, things are looking great at the moment, but I'm, I'm quite nervous about the about the results for next year. But yeah, <laughs> things are looking quite good. Okay, let's talk about, uh, you know, HIV, <laughs> AIDS, and uh, how you first came to know you were, um, you know, affected by it. Because yeah. I understand that's quite a, a scary thing when you, you know you're ill, but you're not sure what yeah. uh, what's going on. Yeah, um, um, I was, I was, it was 2006 when I, when I knew that I was HIV positive, And I was like about seven or eight years old by then. And, like, my aunt explained it to me because I kept on asking her questions, like, why am I looking sick? Why are other children treating me different? And she, like, she sat me down and explained it to me, like, no, you are sick of this HIV virus. But it's something, like, she explained it thoroughly to me. So I, I shouldn't feel, like, very sad and think that it's the end of the road for me and stuff like that. Yeah, so I found out in 2006. Yeah, it was when I even started the average treatment. I... 
you know, it, it's a good thing. It sounds like your aunt was, uh, you know, treated uh, you very sensibly. Do you think, I mean, from your experience that uh, many other children, or I call them children because you were a child then, but now mm-hmm. you were a young yeah. man, perhaps yeah. didn't benefit from that level of understanding? Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. uh, their families too much tried to ignore this and pretend it wasn't there? Yes. And I suppose you're writing about this. How much has that changed, do you think, between when you were diagnosed, what, 11 years ago and, you know, now? Do you think South Africa is in a better place in terms of reducing that stigma, or do we still have a lot to do? Yes, yes, yes. South Africans, we are now, like, uh, we, are now, we are now understanding the virus. Like many South Africans, I think they are now understanding the virus. They are no longer stigmatic about it. Um, they now trying to be supportive to those who are infected or affected by it. So I think we are, yeah, we are near the, the end of the stigma of this virus. Let me talk about, uh, you know, writing your piece, uh, which really, it's a nice, you know, it's it's actually something that I'm quite jealous of because you put in, you know, as a journalist, we have to try and make things quite succinct. And you've made this beautiful, and it's quite a short story, but it really sort of encapsulates your experience of, uh, you know, living with a parent with HIV AIDS. How yes. how happy are you with, uh, you know, w- what you wrote? And, uh, you know, how important was writing that piece to sort of help you uh, deal with what you've been through? Well, um, I've been a person, like, uh, bottling my feelings up, and then I don't talk to anyone, I don't talk to anyone about anything. So writing has helped me to, uh, you know, get my feelings out there, say what I want to say, and I, like, feel free. And um, I just become free. And, um, yeah, I just say what I want to say. It's interesting. You you sort of first uh, became aware of the impact of HIV AIDS at uh, pretty much the same age as uh, Nkosi Kona. Your dad was so, so ill. I mean, Grant came in and, uh, you know, basically saved your dad, didn't he? And uh, and not only that, uh, you know, he saved you. She saved you as well, didn't she? Yes, she did, because I went to live with her in Soweto. Looking back then, I mean, do you think, you know, perhaps had your grand not sort of taken over, you know, your dad might have passed away all those years ago? Yes, I think he would have passed away, because when days were, like, passing by every day, he would get weaker and weaker, and he would just smoke, like, sit in his bed all day, and he wouldn't do anything, nor talk to anyone. He would just, like, give me money to buy takeaways, and he would eat. It was just, it was just our life. So I think if my granny didn't come, I don't know where would I be, and I think my father wouldn't be here to see this day. Of course. And tell us about your, your, your father's health now. I understand uh, he's uh, living a pretty normal life again. Yes, he is, because I, I, I moved in with him last year while I was, okay, I, uh, uh, my, my granny started to get sick because of old age. So I came back again to live with my father, and he has re- remarried, and uh, you can't even tell that he was that person who was in that bed looking so weak, and his lips so cracked up. So you wouldn't say he has changed. He's taking the right medication. He eats what he, eats what he has to eat. So he is living a, a normal life just like any other individual. 
And how, I, I, you know, one of the reasons he would have uh, stayed in bed probably was the fear and the stigma related to HIV AIDS. I mean, is he able to, you know, talk openly about his uh, status? I mean, I think that's important for all of us in South Africa is sort of sharing that knowledge. And I mean, he has uh, a story to tell, which is inspirational. But I mean, he's, is he able to do that? Well, at first he wasn't able, he was quite embarrassed about having to tell people about his status and like uh, be out there that, uh, hey, I'm HIV uh, positive. So when I got into creative writing, he also started to write his own things. And then he said like, you're writing an article for HR for uh, eight days, so why don't you just like write about me, you know? write about me and say what we have overcome through all out this years and just say what you want to say. Write what you remember. And uh, so it hasn't been easy for him, but I am glad that he's setting an example for people out there to know that it's not an embarrassment if you're HIV positive. That's, uh, I think, pretty much where I'm going to leave it, but I do also want to ask you this same question I ask. Uh, on Kosi Connor about uh, you know the future for you. you you've got a couple more years before school is finished but what are you kind of hoping for in terms of uh, moving on is this creative writing something you'd like to continue with yes I would love to continue uh, with creative writing because I n- now I, I'm able to communicate with people more and I don't bottle up things up I just write them so I would like to continue with creative writing because I just pu- uh, published my first piece and um I would like to see in few what uh, what this creative writing thing holds for me in future because it's very clear that great things are coming my way.